Hey everyone, Robert Berger here. I have some bonus content from the live stream of episode 102. We recorded during the live stream of episode 102 and thought I'd throw it in here as the kind of bonus between week uh, stuff. We're trying to come up with some stuff on the off weeks since we're only doing 25 episodes this year that um, is enjoyable. So I thought this was interesting, some of this stuff. So uh, I threw it in here so it didn't make last week's episode like two plus hours worth of audio. Divide it up a little bit. We talk about time before you solo, how many hours of flight training before you solo, uh, and how that's kind of a relevant uh, metric to go by. And also Lena Peak versus Richard Peak. Lee and Ryan kind of butt heads a little bit on this. And this has uh, caused some conversations on pilotground.com. If you're not on there yet, head on over to pilotground.com. Sign up for the ground crew. Help support the show. It's 50 cents a day. Build every other week at $7 every other week. Help support the show. Our goal is to have 150 ground crew members here in 2022. That will allow us to build an in-person studio for recording these episodes and videotaping us doing the episodes, all that jazz. We're at 35 right now. Thank you, thank you, thank you for those 35 members helping to support the show. We are well on our way to uh, having an in-person studio where we can not worry about internet connectivity issues at Scott's place, not worry about delays while we're talking. We can videotape the episodes and have a video component of the show, uh, which a lot of people have been requesting, and uh, some other stuff we got up our sleeves. So uh, yeah, head on over to pilotground.com, sign up for the ground crew, and uh, enjoy the uh, bonus clips here. Um, What's a good first airplane for commuting in? Commuting? What kind of commuting? Commute? Yeah, we love these kind of conversations. Yeah. Yes. This is what I'm talking about. This is half of pilot ground is just talking about what airplane will go how long a distance and how short a field it can land in. Uh, Don't get frustrated about being 25 hours in and not soloing. Oh, at all. Please don't. Yeah, I, I've had students far past that and they're amazing pilots, so don't overthink that if anybody yeah, said that just cl- it's gonna click at some point sometimes the frustration can get into your head and it it it, it delays it too just being frustrated mm-hmm. you just gotta yeah. you just gotta push through it yeah I, yeah in the most gentle possible way push through it yes just remember why you're you're there for the fun of it it will come i know we all hear these stories like oh i stole it in nine hours ten hours whatever go fuck yourself right in my opinion some people if you can pull that off great i know i didn't i know i didn't do that yeah i'd like to say i'm a halfway decent pilot but i didn't do that same i don't know what when the hour was i don't know what the hour mark was but i'd, I'd have to same thing it was not low time so i get it it was not low i would agree it was not low time for me either um and now here ryan and i were both flying jets so whatever it doesn't make a difference so make at the end of the day exactly I was fairly low time, and I know Scott was too, but we had... Uh, oh, shut up, Rob. Shut up, <laughs> Rob. We Jesus. We had, um, Scott even more so, uh, had the opportunity to go up in planes a lot as kids and like Correct. run the controls and stuff, and none of that was logged, but mm-hmm. you're telling me that doesn't connect some neurons up in your head that helps you once you actually hop in the plane? Oh, it does. Apparently didn't for me. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Lee had those opportunities too. <laughs> But no, and even if you have those opportunities, it doesn't make a difference on when your instructor is ready to sign you off and when yeah. you're ready to actually be signed off. There's also that too. The other thing is too, the instructor might think you're ready before you are before you actually are, and they might think you're not yes. ready before you really are. 
There's there's so many right. variables. Don't overthink it. Don't overlook it. Just do it when you do it, and it's it's going to be a phenomenal event no matter what time you're at on it. Yep. Yeah. Have fun with the journey. When it happens, it happens. I mean, don't 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 compare yourself to anybody else. Exactly. That's the biggest thing. You know, Ryan just said it all because. The, the student can be ready before the instructor is. Like, let's say you got a really good student, but you have a very green instructor. Mm-hmm. They're, you're going to be ready before they are, probably. They're going to be a little conservative. Well, I mean, I guess they could be dumb and sign you off early. But Correct. I would think that most would be, like, more hesitant because they didn't understand. I don't know. That's That would be my thought. I don't know. I, I agree. But then but then the also the other side is you could, they could be a very, uh you know, um have a lot of time as an instructor. They've seen a lot and they could think you're ready before you think you're ready. And so, yeah, that's the gamut that that Ryan just said. So there's a, there's a lot of variables in there. I, I wouldn't get hung up on that at all. Um, we could have more conversation about that, you know, at, at some point, you know, whatever, but I wouldn't get hung up on it. No, yeah, just don't just focus on soloing oh, so- and not, so he just said though, Ryan, that. my teenage son took lessons that's at the same a, time as diff- me and sold him about guy. half the time it took guy. me. Oh, is still, it? Still okay. pertinent, but diff- different guy. Correct. Okay. Yeah, no, it's still a... Finally cooked. Well, so somehow, so I had to go back. I had to leave and come back in. So yeah. everything else is gone. So I have nothing. I have nothing before that one I'm reading now. Finally clicked for me after landing on the grass runway a few times. Yeah, I learned on grass. I learned on Don, my instructor at his own airport, 4,000 by 200 foot perfectly manicured grass strip. What a, a, what a place to learn. In a 150. So yeah, that that is obviously a huge contributor to yeah. uh, learning more f- quickly uh, to the point where I could solo. I don't take credit for like my skill ability. There's just a lot of factors lined up to to help me. Is the only reason it was lower time. So when you see guys with lower time, like there's a lot of times there's factors like that that are are playing. Yeah. In. The aircraft, the environment, the instructor, the student. There's that all those take into play. Yeah, I mean, if you think about, I'm not trying to undermine your skill level at all, Rob. You're a great pilot, but you had a very High, you had a high time instructor, been around the block, grew up with his dad owning a flight school, right? Grew up with his dad owning a flight school, and now they have a four thousand foot grass strip, which is incredibly forgiving. So you can, you had the latitude to, like, he could let you misstep a little bit and still prove points mm-hmm. where on concrete shorter runways there's less margin for error before actual damage happens or whatever so if you have you know it was the perfect storm that that uh you know the don could let you guys have a longer leash yeah you know what i mean and i think when you have that longer leash you can explore a little bit oh that didn't work let me try this or they can say, the instructor can say, try this this time. And you can kind of just pull that in your lap and you can flare six feet high and let it drop and it's not going to hurt as bad. It's not going to do anything. Right. You do those same that same thing on concrete, you may cause some structural damage. Yep. So, and, th- and that, yes, you don't want that to happen really anyways. But if it does, 
and you can connect some dots through that experience as the student, it can probably shave some time off, I would think, of your uh, your uh, solo time. If I mean, I don't even know why we're really measuring. I mean, I don't think that's really something to measure. Compare. It's just interesting. It doesn't have a relevance on, on if someone's a good pilot or not. That's how I've always looked at yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think so. Agreed, yeah. I'm trying to read it too. 500 miles is the is the uh, the what? number for that commuter plane 500 miles away. He's currently That's what somebody said. The the gentleman I'm not getting that. Yeah, the gentleman who asked about uh, f- a good first airplane for commuting in. Yeah. Uh, I have a half share in, of a Vans RV9A but I'm starting 141 school 500 miles away and wants want a plane to commute in. RV9A is obviously a great one. 170 knots, tricycle gear, side by side. I mean, that's a great airplane. Why are you not commuting in the vans? He said he has a partner in it, yeah. so maybe he can't take it as often. You're running some limitations there. Yeah. I, uh, what uh, what power plants in the uh, in the RV9? I'm curious. I think the max that Vans says is 100. Ooh, I'm going to say 180 horse. Maybe it's 160. I'm not sure, but I'm interested to know. Um, I know it's not 200, but... Um, so he's talking with the Nate Man 2319. My second instructor taught me to pre-flare. It turned the flare into a two-part thing. I kind of agree with that, because you have to go from that descending towards the runway to like this round-out stage where you start kind of picking the altitude that you want to be above the runway. So you're making that transition from descending to the runway to the, like this round out, I call it. And then you're still going to, he's saying this in the, in this comment, you're going to still lose a little bit as you round out, which is good. So if you start at, you know, 20, 30 feet, you're guesstimating. Of course you round out and try and hold it off the runway and you start looking and scanning down the length of the runway, kind of getting some depth perception going. And then after that, it's all just how many times have you done it to see what the outcome is, I think. You have the instructor as long as like a backstop to make sure you don't damage the airplane. Because if you over like round out and you end up just maintaining altitude, you don't want to stall at 30 feet. That'd be bad. So you need the instructor along for a little bit until you start fine-tuning that height. And that's where we all struggle. That's where we all struggle to learn what that is. You know, um, uh, that's that's still where we struggle to get that that this these few seconds, five seconds, ten seconds of every landing. That is where we all struggle because that is where all the difference is is those last maybe five seconds to make that difference between a firm landing, a bad landing, or a buttery smooth landing. That is where we all focus. So if it's not dialed in now at however many hours you have training in twenty five hours. Don't get bent out of shape. I got 7,000 of them. And it's not, it, it, I don't have, a, I mean, it, it's never dialed in because you start that. And we even, like Ryan and I, we even, the airplane even counts down for us 50, 40, 30, <laughs> 20, 10. We even have that. Yeah. And you have to guess. It tells us when we're at the altitude. So there's just how the rate that you're, that you're pulling back on the yoke to address that rate of descent. Unless you can somehow isolate that to be 
flawless and perfect every single time, which I haven't figured out yet. Um, there's no way to have a super the consistent line. We all that's the goal. I agree with you. Yeah, but thirty feet's probably a good good point in time to be you know rounding out and a kind of minimizing that sink rate. Let it kind of float down closer. And as long as you have probably that descent rate under. Uh, not that I want you to be looking at the vertical speed indicator, but as long as at 30 feet guesstimate, start addressing that sink rate, you're descending towards the runway at around 30 feet, start pulling back pressure, pulling back on the yoke, uh, and you start you know, softening that descent rate. If you probably get that descent rate down to probably 100 to 200 feet per minute in touchdown, you're not going to cause any damage, would be my guess. And you can verify that with your instructor and kind of, you'll be planting it on. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You'll be planting it on. You're not going to walk away happy with it. You better be visual. You're not going to cause any damage. Exactly. And you better be visual at that point and just do what your instructor told you. And if it's right, it's it's going to be right. Like pull that plane up the way it needs to be pulled up and you'll, you gotta, it takes practice though. You'll never get, even when you have the practice, you could do, 400 landings, you're going to have that humbling landing every now and then where you're just like, holy shit, we dropped her in, boys. Like, yeah, it just happens. Yep. It doesn't matter at what level, yeah. what level of experience you are. You're just going to be like, oh, no. <laughs> like, how was that back yeah. there? Like, because it sucked up here too. Like, yeah. Yep. And 100%. you can see that. On, I've been on plenty of airline flights. We travel around airlines a lot for our job. And you're just like, eh. These guys are very professional and they're high, they're held to the highest standards in the industry. And they, even they have shitty landings. It just happens. You, you can't control that to the, or you can control it to an extent, but not to the full extent. Right. Yeah. If you're on an airliner um, and have a bad landing, fun. that means you didn't drink enough of those mini crown oil <laughs> bottles. Exactly. Says the guy who wouldn't drink with us tonight. I know it's. Yeah. About what are ten days left, I think. Next Monday. My Pete Oh, next Monday? I thought it was like this no, Monday. No, no. I'm I'm at next the end Monday. of oh, this is like the end this is week two. Uh so five days a week and my partner would get mad. I get that. We have Lycoming O two thirty five. I love that. I don't know how do you get it to hundred and thirty are you sure it's not a hundred and twenty five horse? I want I would I I wanna fact check that. Mm -hmm. Hundred and 25 would be my guess. 135. I don't know of an 0235 that makes 135. Um, but we have a different intake modified. Well, okay, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. If you're guesstimating that's 135. But 125 was the most that I remember. Put her on a dyno. We want to find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dino that bitch. I want to know. Um, we need numbers. Cruise at 150. Oh, he says 3.8 at what altitude? 3.8. He said 3,800. Yeah, 3.8 yeah. gallons an hour at what altitude? At cruising at 150. But isn't it all specific to... Oh, I don't... I, I've drank too much. Also, how far are you leaning yeah. that? Are you going 100 a lean of peak? Because they're just burning out your cylinders at that point, and you're just going to pay for... Oh, you're a rich a peak guy? You know you're I am. Rich a peak? Yeah. Your fuel mm. costs. No, you're gonna burn out <laughs> cylinders when you start burning out. Yeah, we can go toe for What's toe. What's gonna make you burn out cylinders? What's gonna make you burn out cylinders? Doing that Lena Peak bullshit. Why? 
Why? Is that Lena Peak a metallurgical limit? It's going to start working on the engine a little harder than if you're going... Why? Once you take away so many fuel, so much fuel, air becomes what cools it down. Correct. So how can you lean it and then the EGT, you lean it, lean it, lean it, lean it. Okay, so it starts, it heats up, heats up, heats up, and then it starts cooling back down, 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 down. I've seen it based on trend monitoring. How does that happen? I I don't know, but I've seen it based on trend monitoring through current clients. And when they're what? when they're replacing two cylinders a year on their you know annual, it's it 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 peaks concern for me. Peaks, if you will. <laughs> I would I would always just throw extra. Why not? I'd always keep it more rich on the one fifty. Well, yeah. Well, that's also carbureted. You also probably didn't have any EGT gauge. Even a fuel injected. So what I don't what's that? Even on fuel injected. Uh-huh. I think I said even on a fuel injected it engine mm-hmm. just go a little bit uh-huh. r- rich a peak it's not going to hurt you're just going to lose a little bit of fuel consumption or you're going to i mean it's going to make your fuel consumption a little worse but i think it's better for the engine I, which i'd love to i want to know more i want these are the conversations i'd like to have I don't, I, I've always, it's always been described to me in my whole life. Oh, you know, you're taking it through the peak temperature twice and you're doing all these things. Mm-hmm. It's like, you act like peak temperature. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. No, no, no. Hold on. You act like peak temperature is a metallurgical limit of the cylinder. It's not. No. It's the possible hottest you can get the exhaust gas temperature with your fuel and your air. So what what keeps the fuel, what keeps the, the EGT Cool when you're rich of peak is fuel. Mm-hmm. What keeps it cool, lean of peak, is air. There's no there. The I the science does not show me how it destroys cylinders. I've not, and I've read a lot because I've been told my whole life, lean of peak is bad. Lean of peak is bad. There's a billion people running lean of peak, and and maybe every single one of them is spending ten thousand dollars a year more than they need to because they're topping it every whatever right 500 hours maybe that's possible but when you think about it so hydraulics fuel is a liquid obviously mm-hmm. that goes into a cylinder fills up some of your combustion chamber it's not compressible that's how hydraulics works right right if you remove the amount of fuel you're putting into a cylinder what happens to your cylinder head pressure cylinder head pressure goes way down because there's no there's less fuel in there correct Science tells me that it's actually easier on an engine. True, but and it doesn't are, get any hotter. These are two very different mechanical like functions. So for me, yes. just based on trend monitoring alone, shows me that running that rich peak is going to usually get the engine life to go further. Where a hydraulic system, I mean, that's just that's kind of apples to oranges, but. Well, it is, but the cylinder head pressure matters in terms of longevity, mm-hmm. for sure. The pressure exerted when that spark plug ignition event occurs, the amount of pressure exerted on all of the components in line, uh, piston, connecting rod, crankshaft, obviously then accessories, camshaft, right. is less when you ha- when you are, theoretically, when you're running lean of peak. There is less cylinder head pressure. No, I understand that. Oh yeah, it's but is there, it's going to burn them out faster? But I can you can watch the mixture as you pull the mixture back. You can watch the EGT 
me a a chemical composition limit temperature and then what happens it recedes your lean of peak mm-hmm. if the sil- if the exhaust gas temperature is cooler how how is that hurting i don't know i base it off of just i set it to here and this is what i see the trend monitoring do for engines and i'll just mm-hmm. stick to that but no, that's good. You you raise a good point. I, I guess I need more than whatever the trend monitoring is. Yeah. You're filling out this form, and I'm flying. I'm 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 running this many gallons per hour, this many degrees lean of peak, and I'm getting fifteen hundred hours to t- to till I need to uh, till I have cylinder compression issues right. versus twenty two hundred hours. Otherwise, if I run if I run one twenty five lean of peak. I only get 1,500 hours, but I'm getting 2,200 hours if I am 125 rich of peak. Right. That's what I need to see. And even even if I had to top do a top overhaul at 1,500 hours, I need to see what all my fuel savings were. I mean, I don't want to top something and inhibit reliability. Yeah. That's what I think most... By running lean of peak. Most I people are that, looking for the fuel that. cost, which is the sad reality. They're not seeing the overhaul. I suppose, yeah, they don't. They're whatever with reliability, right. but yeah, they're looking at fuel savings, and I and I understand that, but I wouldn't want to compromise re, uh, um, reliability for the fuel savings. Right. Tyler has a good point. Hardly cared about that stuff as a renter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, man, nothing parties like a rental, Tyler. There's that. I will say that forever, and that's a sad reality. But that's why you got to be careful when you're renting. Yes, because everybody, a lot of people have yes. that mentality. And those planes can yeah. be rough. Trash. Most of the times, they're friggin' trash. Yeah. I will say, I know of all the manufacturers, they all recommend running. If you look at all your performance charts, rich of peak, lean of peak, best economy mixture setting, right. best power mixture setting, they all recommend best power mixture setting. Right. Which, I don't know if that's necessarily saying that they're anti-lean of peak versus rich of peak. I wish Scott was on the episode to, best to weigh in on this because oh, you know yes. we have a good point. <laughs> Probably, or he wouldn't care at all. Exactly, because... <laughs> but, like, don't be gentle as a rental. That's the mentality, unfortunately. And the nothing parties like... I, I say it, I'm, I'm guilty of it, but you got to be careful when you're renting because... That's how people treat aircraft, and the maintenance might not be there. What I'm going to do, probably every airplane that I ever own, because I'll never have any money, is going to be carbureted. Yeah. So I will run, I will lean it until it runs rough, and then I'll rich it just enough until it's not rough anymore. I like that's that too, do. yeah. Especially that's, when you're taxiing. That's what I always did. You need to when you're taxiing. I don't know about taxiing. Certain airplanes, you have to. Because you're on the idle mixture, it shouldn't do anything. Just certain air. You're on the idle mixture setting of the carburetor. It shouldn't do anything. Certain airplane old engines, you need to lean them out while you're taxiing. I will say, just what based engine? on experience. What's in the what one, engine? Uh, would it be? The, what's in the uh, 150? Like a, an early 50 or a o, late 50s? O two hundred. If you're up at alta, if you're at a higher elevation airport. No, if you're, you're just, just sitting at basically sea level i mean you're 500 feet i i i've had old engines yeah 
that I've been told. I, I'm pretty sure you're on the idle mixture setting, and anything you do with that mixture does nothing. I've been told that you need to just have Who told you that? I'm curious. It was uh, probably uh, Mr. God. <laughs> <laughs> now, running a thousand RPM or greater instead of like letting it chug against the idle mixture, right. the idle stop on the on the throttle, that's a different story. Right. You need about a thousand RPM to maintain a cylinder head temperature that will activate the lead scavenging agents in the Avgas. That is true. Okay. Lean the mixture out. It sh- you should be on the idle mixture setting of the carburetor, which is completely independent. And I don't know what at what um stage that you're you're off and you're in your like your normal yeah. mixture settings. But I I don't know. I don't yeah. I don't know. That that is definitely gonna warrant more this is a, running. This is a voice I've, I've this is a voice from God I got one life. night. This is <laughs> Wait, Zeus or God? The God that has similar God? DNA to Lee. Or Zeus. No, Stir, uh, you know, he's got a strip out there. Well, he had one until he lost it. Okay. God. Gotcha. God. God. I'm, I'm talking a voice from God, my AMP. friends. Gotcha. <laughs> AMP God. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, God, there's too much research to do for one night. I would, God, they, I need to write this down. All these write things. it down. Tyler's got a point. There should be a uh, uh, thing in pilot ground. Rich of peak, lean of peak. I'll probably put this conversation. Don't Tyler's always stirring up yes. shit. That's his favorite Tyler, thing. Tyler, you lean knock up. it off, bud. L O P. I'll probably O-C-R-O-P. use this as an in between episode 102 and episode 103. I'm guessing. So then, I'll, that's well, we I'm need. Sorry, to get, it wasn't. We honestly need to, We need to get an A and P on this for that episode because I want yeah. somebody to really like I'm not an AMP none of us are no I'd love to be right what and we none s- of the experts that I've heard that are telling me lean of peak is bad are AMPs either same I'm just throwing that out there well no I got himself but you know Yeah, well, our Lord. And I Savior. forgot he was the one who started all of us joking about giving everybody up northern Ohio a God name. Yeah, well, right. How can that's why when you said God, I was confused. I thought Zeus. You're was like, oh, so confused. We don't talk we about him that we much. Haven't, we haven't referenced that in so long. Exactly. I was, I was like, oh yeah, Uh-oh. he was the original one. We started using that name for as a joke. Hmm. Good stuff. So be- what else do we have? I have Lino Peak versus Richard Peak. What else were we talking about? Oh, I don't know. I was going to try to wrap this up before we hit two and a half hours because I got to turn this some- to- somehow Do into an episode by uh, Wednesday. I got to have this edited, packaged so it can go out on Thursday. Uh, and I don't know how I'm going to do that with this much audio to go through. But uh, yeah, thanks for hanging out in the chat, everybody. Uh, it's been good. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, I'm trying to figure out. This is the awkward part where, like, we're trying to stop doing this, and it's still going. <laughs> you shut I, her down when you need to. Because I don't do this often enough to remember how to do it. <laughs> Bear with us. Ugh. Let's see if it push, pushes through. Oh, push through. Amazing. Hmm. I don't know if I don't know how Twitch works. I don't know how Twitch works. So, well, I'm trying to refresh it. 
We haven't used Some it in content, so long. Yeah. yeah, three months ago it said. Okay. <laughs> Last live just now. I'm looking. Yep, live right here. Schedule. So you got to go to schedule. Really? And we're a few minutes early, so zero viewers right now. Yeah. It's going to be tough to keep track of this. But you don't have to keep track of it. Just as I, it's, I got it's it on, I got it on one of my monitors, and I just no. oh, on one of your monitors. Okay, yeah, Neo from the Matrix. That's I need to get more. These are great. They're just not cheap. Yeah, I have so. no way to do this. Now don't don't focus focus on it. But I'm gonna try not to. I just <laughs> I'm gonna set my phone over here. once we do the episode, we you know we usually end these things with just kind of focused on the chat and right taking Ooh, that, chat stuff. It so it's it's more Starting for that. Okay, I'm not even going to look at it all, then. All right. Well, You're right. Fo- but, I'm going to stay focused. Well, before we start, mm-hmm. well, right now is kind of mm-hmm. like, if if something comes up, because we're not going to really start until like 7.30, is kind of the right. target. Oops. So you can you can be looking at it now, and it's not going to affect anything. Nobody's watching, though, so. Right. <laughs> Maybe Perfect. we're not even live. It says live. I'm pretty sure we're live. It says live. Yeah. I think I'm on page, what is this, page, yeah, page two of this thing. I'm on page 37 of the PDF. Well, yeah, it's well, I'm on page 38. I'm on page two of section six. Gotcha. So. It's recording. Uh-huh. See, anyway, you guys got not chatty going. once we went live. Um, well, isn't that funny <laughs> how that works? Yes. <laughs> you just need to do it incognito. So, yeah, the, the rum, the Ronza Kappa 23 in an old-fashioned is amazing. I have heard of that. Okay. <laughs> How'd it, you stumble across that? It was one of the holidays, like a year ago. Um, mm-hmm. There's this really good restaurant called River House in mm-hmm. Palm Beach Gardens. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had it as a special there, so I tried that uh, when they had it as a special, and then it was great. So I went back there, and it wasn't a special anymore. But I asked them to do it again, and then um, they they could make it. Um, and then I've had it a couple more times, like at the Breakers. They can typically do it. Mm. They charge out the nose for it, so mm-hmm. I usually Breakers I don't at get like it that Cedar often. Point, huh? Like at Cedar Point. It's like uh yeah Cedar Point prices but like it's more of No, I mean I'm talking like Breakers like the the hotel at Cedar Point. No, Breakers Palm Beach. Oh. <laughs> gotcha. I was like what? Since when do you drink at the hotel at Cedar Point? <laughs> well, at the hotel on Palm Beach. It just got this really nice uh, gotcha. restaurant. If you go Yeah, Breakers is like a chain like used to be a chainy thing, I think. No, oh, really? I, I didn't think re- it's, a, it's the same. No, it's I'm pretty sure thing. it was. Well, you know what? <laughs> All right. Whoever, whoever wants to start a bougie hotel, they just call it the Breakers if it's on. Well, the beach. okay. I suppose that's. I suppose that's probably true. <laughs> Clinton, what's up, guys? Uh, we just we're waiting to start here. What's up, Clinton? Hey, Clinton. Clinton's ground crew on Pilot Ground. We do appreciate it. Yeah, we're thanks, just, man. We're just kind of uh, letting them roll in here. We were talking about drinks, so we decided to just go live like ten <laughs> minutes early and. Uh, Continue talking about drinks until we actually start at seven thirty, and then we'll talk about some drinks even more. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's usually the way it goes. So, Clinton, what are you drinking? 
Gotta know. Yeah. I wish I wish people would just check in. I just want them to check in with this what I'm drinking. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna build that habit, that muscle. That's just how Speaking we start. Of which, I think I need a, a reload before we even get started here. That's a good. <laughs> I wish I could join you. Oh, rubbing it in. Well, I'm gonna drink an extra one for you tonight and an extra one for Scott tonight. All right, How's that? <laughs> <laughs> and somebody's gonna have to come wake me up in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> get the smelling salts ready. <laughs> oh. oh man! So yeah, that's my that's my drink after my three weeks off. I don't know that I've ever had an old fashioned. Well, no, and I have. We did like a mixology class or whatever mixology class, and um. We made one of those. How do you? But make I don't know it? what they're supposed to taste like. I actually, huh? I actually need to look it up when I do go to make it. I just know it's makeable, and then oh yeah. So like next, it'll be next Monday, is when my three weeks of taking a break from mm. drinking ends. Yes. So then your little cleanse. Yes. So then. Hey Tyler. Tyler, what's up? Tyler, what are you drinking? So I'm gonna Somebody go. I don't know if that, there might be, maybe there's like a ridiculous delay or something. So I'm going to go. Um, oh, he's on a detox Tyler too. just said. <laughs> you yeah. got to be kidding me. You guys are killing me. I'm taking, yeah, I'm taking three weeks off. It's like. Uh, so is Tyler, apparently. He said he's on a detox. Detox, Tyler. Yep. I'm on, I'm on it you get, too. You guys could you cheers get, if you were drinking. You got a detox to retox. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's true. I like that. That's good. Well, t- Tyler's the scheduled guest for uh, if we Sunday uh, live stream, so it's going to be two of us not drinking. So you and Scott are really going to have to step it up. It depends on what time we. Yeah, we'll have to. Yeah, we'll have to discuss. Yeah, more later. I brought my water bottle, so I don't get too sideways. <laughs> that's good. Still, only says one viewer on my thing. I have four. Mine says four. All right. Where does it even say that? We got what? We've got five more minutes till we start the episode. Uh huh. Oh yeah, mine says five. We're doing a seven. This is like on on schedule. This is rare. Usually, we're not yeah, this amazing. together. Well, I have the house to myself. That's that's a oh, the reason I can be early. Gotcha. Yeah, I told uh. Lauren take the kids to her sisters for a movie night. That's perfect. Nice. Friday pie day, if you will. What is Friday pie <laughs> I love day? It. You sent that in a text. Like pizza text. pie? Yeah, pizza pie. Friday pie day. Sunday fun day, Friday like pie day. It. I like it. I know. I came up with it myself. <laughs> okay, this is why I've never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes perfect sense. Why are you making fun of me? Sunday fun day. That sounds stupid. <laughs> Friday pie day. It's perfect. You get pizza on Fridays. Nobody wants to cook. All right. <laughs> I'm with They him. make pizza with arugula on it for you. Hey, it's only on Mondays and Tuesdays I do arugula, <laughs> okay. right? All right. All right. All right. You let your hair down on Fridays other than <laughs> not drinking like a square? <laughs> trying to think what I even had for lunch. I don't remember. Maybe you didn't even have any lunch. Maybe I might have skipped. Could be. A can of spinach? Popeye? <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> no, I had chicken wings. Chicken wings for lunch. <laughs> Okay. They were, they were unremarkable. I imagine. You know what goes good with with chicken wings? Beer. <laughs> no, Canada. So I got next Monday. Uh oh. I took PTO on next Monday. 
So that way <laughs> I can wake up early and start drinking. It's my plan. Wow. No, I don't not, know if... Not really, but that's <laughs> that does sound good. I should detox, but... Just... Yeah. Every year I make the New Year's resolution I'm not going to drink, and I never make it out of January. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> like that's Well, I know. I know it is. You should goal New Year's resolutions yeah, are dumb. It's you should be just a more goal realistic set by goal. quarter. I goal set by quarter. <clears throat> hmm. That way when you mess it up, you know, you got in a couple of months, you got another chance to start a new one. <laughs> yeah. That's how I look at it. Well, you know, we got the Peloton and like, oh, you know, I'm you know, we're going to like Mexico in October and like you know, I'm going to lose 20 pounds, whatever. I'm going to do this thing three, four times a week, whatever. No. And you know what? I was doing good till we got COVID. And then obviously I wasn't going to ride it while I was doing that because I was like feeling like crap, but <laughs> it's trying to breathe regularly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I did get on it. On day eight, I did get it back on it. I did a 30-minute ride on day eight, and it did just about kill me. I thought I was about to fall backwards off the thing. When was the last time <laughs> like, you reached We just did this, like, this, wheelie. this uphill <laughs> climb, and we're going, and I'm like, I'm trying to keep up with this. Uh, no, I didn't keep up with anybody. I came in last, I'm pretty sure. And <laughs> I just, like, we get done with this climb, and I just, like, put my arms down by my side. I, sw- I think my eyes rolled in the back of my head, and I was about to fall off the back of the thing. It's, I mean, it's no joke. Like, even the easy ones are hard as shit to me. So when was the last time you actually used this expensive Peloton before we start the episode at 7.30? What do you mean? Like before COVID or before I had COVID? No, like from right now. How many days? How many days ago? Yes. Um, It was probably January 3rd. Okay. So it's been two weeks. Well, more than two weeks. You've been not riding your Peloton longer than Tyler and I have been doing our Deke talks. Yeah, what of it? I'm just, I'm just, just trying to trying to put it together here huh okay yeah all right yeah you do you i i yeah i don't really know what the point is but um i'm gonna get back on it i'm gonna get back on it lauren's used it a few times since then well that's good i just yeah it's good as long as somebody's using it yes um eighteen hundred dollar like closet made basically just hang clothes on it yeah (laughs) Mm mm-hmm Oh, duels? No. Isn't too bad if you're... No, Tyler, that's just depressing. Non-alcoholic whiskey. I, I went by Publix and they had some beer. It might have been Budweiser or something that uh-huh. was N.A. Uh-huh. that they There's had a lot the of them out of there the aisle. Oh, Coors, Labatt. I, almost, it seems like everybody, all the major players have one. I just don't understand. I want to try them. Because I'm not a big I beer guy. I even see ads online for like, you know, like IPAs that are non-alcoholic. I'm like, how does that even work? Like, yeah. That's... That's just, oh man! How does that work? Oh, the viewers <laughs> popped up here. Viewers popped up. Um, and oh what you're boy. drinking in the chat? We're about to get up started on this episode here. Um, there's only two people in the chat right now, so I see 15, dude. In the chat, I'm a 16, six. Oh, two. Well, no, I see 16 viewers. Yeah, 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 yeah. The viewers. Okay, I don't. See, I only see one I'm, person in the I'm chat. I'm seeing the chat. Tyler. Tyler. Okay, well, yeah, Clint, it's just Clinton Tyler was, talking. Clinton to mine. was in there. I, he must. Have, I don't know. I never talked to Clinton. I said hi, oh. but he didn't say hi back. Yeah. Cold. Yeah, Tyler. She's. Yeah, I need to try some non-alcoholic beer, but it's just like admitting that you have a problem. Is I, I don't like beer, <laughs> so if I'm not going to get a buzz off of it, I there's no way I'm going to drink beer. Mm. 
I see. I see that point. I see that point. If you don't, if you're not really into the taste of beer, yeah, why, why drink right. it for nothing? <clears throat> yes, that's fair. So yeah, just get the real stuff and move on. <laughs> All right, let's get this episode off the. I almost said off the rails. It's already off the rails. Back on the rails <laughs> here. <laughs> let me try. Let me try to get our notes here. Um, notes. I not notes. I just have tabs open to try to remind myself mm. of some stuff. Mm. Um, exit that tab out. I I just had the episode ninety eight up, so I knew how to read the title when I start. Mm. Okay. Oh wow, chat's coming in. I'm not gonna. Doctor Pepper. Oh, there's Clinton back again. Okay, cool. Bottle of wine. Nice. <laughs> Okay. Nice. Classy, classy move. <laughs> that classy. is classy. Hashtag classy. <laughs> I wish I could be classy. I like this wine. We did a wine advent calendar from Aldi. We went and got in line. And <laughs> we got there a half hour before the store opened. We're like number 50 something in line. You have to get a ticket. Like, do you want one or two boxes? So we got them. So we're doing this wine advent calendar. We each had a wine a day. And it got old quick. You just got wined out. I did. And I uh, like yeah. wine. It's we just went, a lot. We went to the winery with Scott and our, the crew we used to drink with in our 20s one time. Mm. And oh, we God. were going through wine by the case. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. And even the staff was like, I don't understand how one <laughs> table is on your like seventh case of wine. It was, they were just putting it back. I, I had to leave. It was bad. All right. Yeah. I like wine. Yeah. Three, two, one.